What's good? Welcome to World Shakers Podcast, where we build people one life at a time and bring you from believing to being. Straight like that. Philippians 3, uh, verse 12. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Say, we have only just begun. We have only just begun. and I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if any... Uh, and if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we all, uh, we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Let us mind the same thing. Turn me to Hebrews. Uh, Let's look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So if you recall back in Philippians uh, chapter 3, there's forgetting, there's reaching, and there's pressing. And so uh, in this new year, you're going to have to forget uh, about a lot of stuff. Uh, Even the good stuff that happened this year, you're going to have to forget about the good stuff that happened this year. You know, a lot of times we like to throw out the bad water, but we got to throw out the good water too. Because the more you hold on to uh, the past or past glory, there's no future glory that you can encounter. And so we, we, uh, we have to uh, reach and we got to press. And so in order to do that, you're going to have to lay aside every weight. So look at your name and tell them we got to lay aside every weight. Not just some weights, every weight. Everything that, uh, and that's why I, I like the, uh, the uh, ceremony that we're going to have tonight where we release the balloons because attached to those balloons, uh, we're going to attach things that has weighed us down this year. So where those things won't be able to lay us down anymore, we're going to release those things. Uh, and so the weight that we was carrying, because, uh, you know, we yoked up with Jesus, and so that weight is, uh, we're going to lay aside that weight. And we're going to let that weight go off somewhere else, all right? But we're not going to be carrying that weight no more. In 2020... I don't care what weight you was carrying in 2019. You're not carrying that weight this year. We're not, we're not, about, to be, you, you, we're not about to have your back aching because of weight that you've been carrying. We're about to let that weight go. So turn with me to, uh, turn me to Jeremiah. Jeremiah 33, uh, verse 3. Uh, give it to me in the uh, New Living Translation. Because the year that we're embarking on is a very prophetic year. Uh, And so don't get caught uh, going through the motions as if it's just something common or regular. Because only those, uh, 
Let me, come on, let's read this verse. Uh, ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. So, uh, like, this year is going to be very heavy uh, in the prophetic. And so the prophetic is going to be uh, more uh, powerful in your life this year than it's ever been before. And so, but it's only going to be the people that's been uh, listening attentively uh, to the word of God and to the voice of God that's going to be able to have this prophecy fulfilled in their individual lives. Because there's only a remnant. It's, it's not for everybody. Because everybody is not willing to let go. A lot of people are not willing to forget. They're not willing to reach, and they ain't willing to press. Because... Uh, what I have to do is I have to put myself in a position because this year, uh, and I wore, I wore, I wore uh, socks that got the, you know, the little thing that you got to use to see vision because I'm, a, I'm king troll. And because uh, the thing about it is that it ain't just about you uh, being able to see. Because if you ain't been able to see all this time, uh, just because the year turning over, you ain't going to be able to see no better. Because if you're still practicing the same thing, you're still going about the same way, like you're going to get the same results. So I don't care what rolls over or what, uh, what uh, essence you think is, 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 is there. If you do not cooperate, then you're not going to walk in it. And so now I have to put myself in a position to where I'm able to hear the voice of God. And so one thing that God told me to tell you to do tonight is to go and open uh, accounts at different banks. Because in order for you to hold a whole lot of money, you're going to have to have places to put it. Because uh, most banks don't even insure but a certain amount of money. So you can't even put all your money in one bank. Because if something happened, they only go cover a certain amount of it. So you got to have multiple places where you put your money. And so now, forget about what your bank account look like right now. Because what's about to happen is you're going to have to uh, open up some more storehouses for God to be able to input and touch at any given moment. But now, because so, even in that word, everybody is not going to take that word. But it's only going to be the people that take it. And so I ain't going to worry myself not a bit. No great hair, no nothing. Because I'm going to follow what thus said the Lord, regardless of who sit next to me, what they do. Because the thing that I know about God is that the people that obey his voice are the people that receive his goodness. Because if I can obey what he says, if I can hear, first I got to hear what he say. And I got to trust that what I'm hearing is him. Come on, let's turn to Ephesians. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So now I got to understand that I already got it. Tell your neighbor, I already got it. So we got forget, we got uh, reach, and we got press. And so three other words he gave me was uh, plant, Pour, and then press again. 
So turn with me to, uh, let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah 43. Then he gave me three other words. He gave me dig, drill, and till. So we got forget, we got reach, we got press, we got uh, plant, we got pour, we got press. Now we got dig, we got drill, we got till. Because this year, it's not the year uh, to be scared. If you if you scared, then just say you scared. But if you are going to be about the things of God, then you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. Your regular realm of living ain't good enough. Because this year is going to be the year of the demonstrators. People who hear the voice of God that's going to demonstrate on his behalf. Not uh, to uh, acclaim any fame, but to declare who God truly is. Because I, I don't care how often we come and join. I don't care what songs we sing, how much we play or do whatever. But if we don't have no evidence, don't nobody got nothing to look at. Why was, why was people uh, back in the day able to follow the voice of God or follow the prophets? Because they had some evidence. There was proof of the voice of God. And so now it's easy for me to go. And so now there's not enough evidence going on for people to be able to flow and follow. But now, because in, in Ephesians 3, one of the first things before we even got to forgetting, it said follow. Yes. I have to be able to follow the voice of God. And what he says, I got to know that he's talking to me. Somebody say, he talking, he's talking to me. So now, if he's talking to me, I got to hear what he's saying to me. Yes. And so this isn't something that's uh, restricted to any age range. You can get it however you give this year. This year, because uh, I'm trying to set you up, this year, uh, you are going to have to operate in the most extreme faith that you've ever operated in in your life. Because God wants you to be unstoppable. But if I don't trust him that way, then I'm going to be stopped by myself. But now when I follow with him, Adam, it don't matter what things come up, those things will not be able to stop me when I'm following after him. And so now, forgetting, reach, press, plant, pull. Come on, I'm trying to see if y'all listen. I know them. And press, and then dig, drill, and till. I know it's a little late, but come on now. Uh, Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Like you tonight, like tonight, you got to be able to hear the voice of God tonight. Because I'm not, uh, uh, these aren't just scriptures that I went and henpecked to bring to you. These are scriptures that God gave me uh, to, to, uh, to give you a glimpse of what was going to happen in your life this year. 
Like, and so this not, this not even one of them, this not even one of them New Year's pep rallies. Like, this ain't even trying to, you know, boost you up or none of that. Like, the only thing I'm trying to do is I'm trying to inspire you tonight. Yes, and, 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 and inspire simply means to be in spirit. And what spirit? The Holy Spirit. And so now I just want to ignite the spirit of God on the inside of you. To where your spirit, because uh, uh, you got the same spirit that Jesus operated in on this earth. So now I want to ignite that spirit on the inside of you. Not the, uh, not the dead thoughts that you've had in your mind uh, from how things have gone this year, because now we're forgetting those things. I got to wipe the slate clean. And so now, you know, you can't put, you can't put new wine in old wineskins. If he say, I'm going to do a new thing this year, you can't do a new thing holding on to all that old stuff. And I told you, you... Like, God can't operate in the box that you build. Like, in order for, uh, in order for him to really uh, show out, because, you know, it says uh, that on the cross, God made a show of him openly. Like, he wants to make a show in your life, but he can't make a show when you got him locked up. You got you to break the box in your life in order to let God really shine through. Because if not, uh, you're going to have the same thing you had last year. Just in a new timing. It'll be 2020, but you're going to go through the same hurdles. You're going to go through the same trial, go the same stuff. And be like, what, what? I thought you got to be able to hear what God is saying to you tonight. Because I can't hear for nobody else. Even though two of y'all married, you can't hear for Taylor. Taylor got to hear for Taylor. Every man got to be accountable for themselves. You got to be able to hear the voice of God uh, and be assured of what he's saying more than anything else. Let's turn, uh, let's turn Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. Verse 8. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning and thine health shall spring forth speedily. And this, this, I'm talking about this year. And thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. He gonna bring back the reward that he already established for you. Y'all not hearing me tonight. Y'all not hearing me tonight. Turn me to Genesis. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and just count down. Genesis chapter 2, verse 5. Let's go to verse 4. Uh, These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was not a man to till the ground. And so... This year, you got a lot of ground to till. And so what this verse is letting us know is that when God made ground, he made it to be tilled. And so it was intended for it to be tilled, but now I need somebody to till it. But he didn't have nobody to till it. But I'm looking at a church full of people that he got to do some tilling this year. You remember, don't worry about uh, the elevation. Just focus on the cultivation. Just keep digging. 
Because if you keep digging, soon enough, you're going to you hit some oil. Yes, sir. Or you're going to hit some water. That well going to spring forth. Yes. Then out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this, and so I'm not talking about a, uh, a form of church spiritualism. I'm talking about real life reality. Because Jesus wasn't just going around just, you know, yeah, I'm necessarily, no. They're talking about, no, I don't want to talk about it. I want, I want you to see it. I want you to see it spring forth out of my life. I want you to better see who God is, really come out of my life in every situation that I'm in. No matter who the person is, no matter who God sends me to. Because this year ain't just about you. As a matter of fact, this year ain't got nothing to do with you. No new year, new you. This kingdom business. This is some things that God wants to establish and he wants to put on front street uh, in our lives this year. So I don't know about anybody else, but I know I'm going to let him flow through me because I'm going to yield to what it is that he wants to speak and, and do. Hallelujah. Turn with me to 2 Kings. 2 Kings 18. Second Kings 19, verse 29. And this shall be a sign unto thee. Ye shall eat this year such things as grow of themselves, and in the second year that which springeth in the same. And in the third year sow ye, and reap, and plant vineyards, and eat the fruits thereof. In this verse, it says three separate years, but God told me it's all happening this year. But it's going to happen uh, in individual lives uh, to people that can hear the prophetic voice of God. Like, if you... Uh, have not um, been using the gift of prophecy uh, this year, in 2020, you better shake the dust off. Because when God puts words in your mouth, you need to speak those words forth. Even if you don't understand what it is that you're saying, you need to speak those words out. Because those words are going to activate the very hand of God. He wants to do something, but he needs your mouth to activate it to come into this earth. Because when he created anything, he had to speak the word out first. And so now he wants to use your mouth to speak the word out to where he can manifest right here. Will you let him do it? Let's turn to Psalms. I'm going to give you every scripture he gave me. Psalms 107, 37. Because it's not just no message that I put together. So I'm not going to hop and skip over this and that. I'm going to go 
line upon line, precept upon precept. Psalms 107, verse 37, and sow the fields and plant vineyards which may yield fruits of increase. Sow the fields and plant vineyards which may yield fruits of increase. All right. Now turn with me to back to 2 Kings. 2 Kings 4. Verse 1, now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest not that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto me, unto my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? He didn't even give her an opportunity to answer. Because what God had established for uh, to be done to her was already in it. And so he just went right on to the next thing. Tell me, what hast thou in the house? Because he knew that it don't matter, uh, like, because what he's trying to do, he's trying to help her. That's why he said, tell me how I can help thee, but I don't want you to mess up how God wants to help you. So I'm going I'm to I'm help you help you. So he says, tell me what you got in the house. Because what uh, the prophet was trying to show her was that she already had what she needed to get out of what she was in. And so she complaining because she feel like, you know, this shouldn't be so. My husband been serving the Lord and he left me in this debt and what I'm going to do. And, and so now he go, she goes to the prophet and he say, you know, I'm going to help you. What, what, what you got in the house? And so now, let's go. And Elisha said to her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, go borrow. Hold on. He said, you know, what you want me to do for you? But then it sounds like he's telling her what she needs to go do. Go borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. When she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children of the rest. In this whole reading, I didn't see where the prophet touched one pot. He touched not one pot. But he had the word of God for her situation in his mouth. And so now, if you can hear the voice of God, then you can have whatever it is that you desire. And she already had what it is that she needed. And so now, what he was really trying to do is teach her how to sow. Because she already had it. 
thank God, he is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Say, I already got it. So the thing uh, that I am asking and praying the Lord about, he's already given that thing to me. And so now, how do I execute receiving what he's given me? You got to go back to listen to this widow. Because the very thing, he's spoken it to you. And so now you already got it, but you got to pour that thing out. And so now he said, go and sell the oil and then live off the rest. So, like... So you got to be able to see, because what he was giving her was uh, how to operate in seed time and harvest. Because now, once she got oil, now she got oil to live off of. Now, what's she going to do with this oil? Because he said, go sell and live off the rest. And so now, I got to believe that he didn't left her with a, uh, with a uh, essential oils business. To where she ain't never going hungry again. Because all she got to do is go sling this oil, and she go always have, because now that got to be a lot of oil. But now I got to know what it is that I do have. Because just because she had it don't mean that she was going to be able to have it to live off the rest of it. If I'm not able to see it for what it is. Because now she say it's just oil, so now she's just living off of it. Then what you going to do? You got to do something with what you got. So now, what you going to do? You got to do something with what you have. And so now, let's turn, let's, turn to, uh, let's turn to Mark. Turn to Mark 4 real quick. Mark 4. Ah, verse 26, and he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth immediately, we put it in the sickle because the harvest is come. And so what am I trying to get you to understand uh, tonight is that the things that are going to be uh, received this year in order for you to be unstoppable, because now I got to believe that that widow became unstoppable. The only person that could stop her was her. Because she had already got what it is that she desired. Even if she was up there complaining and moaning and groaning, and the Lord still was able to speak a word to her. But even with the word, you got to act on the word. Let's turn, um, let's turn to Matthew. Let's turn to Matthew 26. I want to give you these three things. There's like precious faith. There's precious promises, and then precious blood produces precious peace. That's 2 Peter 1.1, 1, 1, 2 Peter 1.4, and then 1 Peter 
Let's turn to Matthew 26, verse 1. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. And so now we're talking about Jesus here, right? Jesus uh, was ahead of his time before his time. Because you remember, it was after the feast of the Passover when he was 12 when he said, Don't you know I must be about my father's business? And so he knew that it was going to be around this time of freedom that he was going to have to fulfill the call of God on his life. And so now, 21 years later, he's saying two days after the feast of the Passover, am I going to be betrayed and crucified? But he was ready to fulfill what God had put on him 21 years in advance. And so then, let's keep reading. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest, who was called Cephas. And consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Uh, now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, uh, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of precious ointment. And poured it on his head as he sat at meat. Remember I said, you're going to have to break the box. I think in Mark it says that she broke that alabaster box. Because what's in this box is much more important than what y'all talking about right now. But it says it was precious, so it had to be precious to her. The same way that oil had to be precious to that widow in 2 Kings. Because she saved it. It says she saved a pot of oil. So that oil had to be very precious to her. And so now let's keep reading. Uh, but when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. You see, uh, in this new year, when it comes down for you to pouring out who you are and pouring out who God is, people are not going to understand what you're doing. Because your pouring is going to be prophetic. And so, uh, see, even them, they was worried about the wrong kind of poor. They was worried about poor people instead of pouring out. Like, she had the right kind of poor in mind because she knew that what I have is only going to be as good as I'm willing to release it. Because it don't make no sense for you to hold on to this stuff. Ain't no sense for me to hold on to the spiritual blessings. I got to be able to release what's on the inside of me in order for those things to birth into reality. And so she knew that it didn't matter. But see, now her action was prophetic because Jesus is going to say, she prepared me for my burial. Y'all sit up here worried about, you know, what we can make off of this, but what you can make off of this ain't nothing about what you're giving. And that's why businesses fail so much because people go into them thinking about what I can make off of this. How can I do this instead of what can I give? How can I help people? How can I, can, how can I improve humanity? How can I release God into this industry? Instead of, how can I get on? How can I make a million? And so now if you have the wrong perspective or something, you can never receive what it is that, and so now if she would have held on to that alabaster box, if she would have held on to that precious ointment, what would have happened? Because now, because uh, Jesus say, to the end of the earth, this, for as long as the gospel preach, going to be known as a memorial for her. So what do you think she got from the seed that she sown? But you got to be willing to break your box. Unless you think your box, your box too pretty. Or you like the way your box looks so much. You got to be willing to break that box in order to get out what's on the inside. 
You got to be willing to break yourself. You the pot and you the box. You got to be willing to release what's on the inside of you because your obedience and your uh, ability to hear the voice of God and to move on it is going to be the only thing that separates you from the crowd. I receive. Happy New Year. It's 12. Go ahead. Holla. Happy New Year. But I'm not done yet. You, you, go, you go get all of this. So now let's turn. Let's turn to Psalms. Psalm 62. Cause this year, uh, cause in order for you to be unstoppable, in order for you to live an unlimited life, because uh, if we if we if we just look back at that at, at that at that story, cause get the widow out of the story, put you in the story. Stop. Let's stop talking about. Her. Let's talk about you. Insert you in the story. It says that the oil would have kept flowing, but she ran out of places to put it. So now it lets me believe that if I got enough room, then it's going to keep flowing in my life. But if I don't have enough room, it's going to stop at my, at, at my limits to being able to receive. And so now, let, take the limits off of your life. Because now if I'm supposed to be a container for God, the only way that a container could actually uh, fully function uh, in, that, in, in order for things to actually flow in your life, you're going to have to take the, the cap off. you got to take the lid off. Like, there can be nothing released from inside of you if you still cover it up. If you're still keeping in, what's on it? So now, look, even though it's in there, can't nothing come out. Can't nothing get in and can't nothing come out. And so that's why this year... If 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 you uh if you if you can't if you can't hear if you can't, if you if you can't go with it if you can't flow then you gonna look the same way uh 2019 2020 why aren't things moving and flowing in my life you still got the cap on you still got the limits on God you cause now let let Psalm 62 verse 8 put it on the screen. Trust in him at all times. Not when it's comfortable for you to trust in him. At all times. Even when it's uncomfortable. Even when you don't feel like trusting him. Even when a situation don't look like trusting him, go get it done. You still got to trust him at all times. And now this isn't just a form of trusting. Like this fully trusting. This fully trusted him with your whole life to where you are willing to put your life in his hands. But if you're not willing to pour it out, then that means that you really don't trust him like that. Because you don't know what it's going to be. You go think that it's going to be waste. You're going to be just like the disciples. We like, we like to make fun of them, but a lot of us beat them. Because, I receive, because you would have been right there in the mix, talk about, 
What the hell is she pouring that out for? We can go make some money off of that. Why is she giving that weave away? We can go, we can go sell that around the corner. But if I'm trying to hold on to stuff and not obeying the voice of God and releasing it, then I'm not, I'm really not trusting God like that. And so talking about it and actually being about it are two different things. And so this year, I want you not to, I don't even want you to talk the talk. I want you to walk that walk. I want you to speak as he uh, gives you utterance, but I want you to just walk. I don't want you to be around here with a form or fashion of just speaking and just saying a uh, nice little colloquial and just kind of like common cliche things, you know, blessed and highly. I don't want you saying cliche stuff. I want you, I want you speaking with purpose. I want you speaking as the voice of God. And so now uh, you have to, you got to take the cap off. Otherwise, there can be uh, no deposits, there could be no refills, there could be no flowing, because now I got to dig so that well and that water keeps flowing. Because, you know, the one thing, uh, like I wish I had a, a hose pipe hooked over this day to where that water just keep flowing out of here. It'll keep shooting out of here, because that's how you really are. Like, you don't just have a supply, you have an unlimited supply, because your source is unlimited. And so if he can't run out, then you can't run out. But now, this year, I can't let scarcity or the idea of scarcity make me scared. I can't let the idea of me not having enough make me scared to obey the voice of God. Because if he has given you these dreams and these visions and you say they of God, let's really, let's, let's, let's really see. Let's really see if they his dreams or your dreams. But a lot of people are not willing to step out there because they didn't fabricated a dream. They done fabricated a vision. They done fabricated something that they say God gave them, but they know it's them. Yeah. But now if it's him, <laughs> you don't have to get to the edge and be looking to see where your feet stuff at. No, you just step. I'm, I'm stepping, either believing that he's going to catch me, they're going to have some ground that come out of somewhere, a magic carpet coming, something is going to be there when I take that step. If he said it. But if I don't, if I don't believe he said it, then I'm going to be scared to take that step. This year, don't be scared to take no steps. You walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. As the spirit, I receive, as the spirit leads, you follow. And so when, that, when you hear the voice, don't question it. Don't get scared. Don't, 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 don't look for two or three witnesses. A lot of times we be waiting for them witnesses, and all it takes is the one time. He said, I ain't saying it again. I said it, now you do it. So you ain't you ain't you ain't gonna have two three three you ain't gonna have you ain't gonna have two or three months to wait. Well, Lord, is this really you? Let Pastor say it out his mouth on Sunday. Mm -mm. I ain't saying nothing because you gotta be able to hear the voice of God. I see, cause God he goes he goes he goes speak he goes speak through me. That's what it, that's what I'm up here for. For for me to be able for him to, be able to speak through me into your life. But aside from here, if, 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 if only on Tuesdays and Sundays are you able to be able to receive a word from God, 
then you're in a bad position. And so you got, so I'm, I'm trying to train you to be able to hear the voice of God. And to not, and to not be scary or to, uh, or to uh, uh, go talk to somebody else about it. No, talk to God about it. If, if he said it, you don't need your ugly friend uh, opinion and her cosign for you to go ahead and do it. Because most times she's going to tell you no because she don't want you to do it because she won't do it. We don't need validation from these other people. Like, God has already validated you. He's already accepted you. He's already approved you. He's already loved you. You don't need it from nobody else. Because the minute he spoke it is the minute that he approved it. So why do I need to hear somebody else say something? Why can't I just act on the word of God? Why? Uh, like, because... And, and, you know, that's, uh, that's why, you know, back in the day, they was able to hear the voice and to just move. Because we ain't got church, uh, you know, on Sunday, you know, I ain't going to be able to watch the stream. They ain't had no stream back then. You got to be able to hear God's voice, buddy. Because if you don't hear his voice, you stuck in the wilderness. And you're going you to make your own wilderness. So this year, don't, don't, uh... Don't be in such a hurry. It's okay to tarry a little bit. Like, it's okay to wait. It's okay to be still and know that he's God. It's okay not to get in, uh, especially in this first month, in a bunch of hustle and bustle trying to prove something. Like, no, you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Just move with God. Follow his voice and do his will. You're going to be all right. I, I, swear, I swear to God, you ain't got to worry about a thing. God's voice is going to be so clear to you. Yes, sir. Do you hear me? It's going to be so clear. It's going to be clear that you didn't ever heard the voice before. You didn't have times where you didn't question, is this, is this God or not? You ain't going to have no questions. you go going to hear it and you're going to move. Hear and move. What's your age? Nine? It don't matter if you're nine. When you hear the voice of God, what you do? Move. All right. You hear move. But I have to be in a position to where I'm ready to move. Because, you know, uh, you can't be going trying to get no oil. You got to already have your oil. Because when it's time for me to move, I got to have what it is that I need for me to be able to do what he said. I ain't got time to go back and get nothing. I ain't got no time to go ask nobody for nothing. Because most of the time, just like in the story, they ain't going to give you nothing. They're going to say, go to the store. So I got to have what already. So now, because it's coming to a time, like, because now we talk about the altar, about the anointing, you're going to have to have that anointing. And I'm talking about an apostolic anointing. Not just a... Uh, just no regular anointing. You're going to have to have an apostolic anointing. And you're going to have to have it because... That's like, you, you, ain't, ain't no time for uh, you to be uh, talking or proclaiming or uh, trying to convince somebody because the only convincing that's going to happen this year is the receipts. That's right. That's right. I got, say, I got receipts. I got proof of the promise. 
You're going to have proof of the promise this year. You have precious faith, precious promises, and precious peace that's produced by precious blood. Let me give you this last scripture. First uh, Thessalonians. Here to me, chapter 1. Here to me in the message, uh, chapter 1, verse 7. Drill and the springs will flow. Now you have become, like, because this, uh, at any given time in this year, this is supposed to be you. So listen to this and identify yourself with this. Now you have become an example for all the believers to follow. Throughout the provinces of Greece, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, Russia, Asia, everywhere. You go be an example. Next verse. The message of the Lord has sounded out from you not only in Greece, but its echo uh, has been heard in every place where people are hearing about your strong faith. Ain't no weak faith this year. Because without faith, it's impossible. He that cometh to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Because with man, things will be impossible. But with God, are you ready to live in all things a possible life? Like this, uh, like, like, cause I'm, like, I'm trying, like, I, don't, I don't want no emotions in this. I don't want nothing but spirit in this, because this is the reality of this year. You hear me, Kiki? This is the reality that all things become possible in your life if He uh, puts your name on it. Then. It's not for me uh, to get excited about it, but it's time for me to claim that thing. Like, not just claim it by, uh, you know, you know, I claim that. No, by actually possessing it. We don't need to brag on you. For everyone tells a story of the kind of welcome you showed us when we first came to you. And everyone knows how wonderfully uh, you turn to God from idols to serve the true and living God. And now you eagerly expect his son uh, from heaven, Jesus, the deliverer, whom he raised from the dead and who rescues us from the coming wrath. Keep going. Go back. Go back again. Go back again. 
Go back again. What translation is this? You mean the message? No, I said the message. Do you know that all over the provinces of both Macedonia and Achaia believes, or believers look up to you? The word has gotten around. Your lives are echoing the master's word, not only in the provinces, but all over the place. The news of your faith in God is out. We don't even have to say anything more. This is what I want to get to. You are the message. This year, you are the message. Say, I am the message. Nobody is going to have to pick up a Bible to see the message. They're going to see the message in your life. Because they're going to have some people, they, they ain't got the Bible app on their phone, they ain't got a Bible in their house, but the Bible that they go see is you. You the message. In 2020, you the message. You become the example to all believers. Not just uh, in your praise, but in your proof. That you believe who God truly is. That you demonstrate the love that he has for you by possessing the promises that he promised you. Because that, that, that widow, the reason that she went to that prophet, because she knew that there was a promise because her husband served. And so now when there's a promise, she knows that a seed cannot be forsaken. That a seed has to come forth. I receive your seed. And so now that's why this year, like, I don't care how you feel about it. I don't care what... Uh, profession you in. I don't care what uh, industry you in. I don't care how you feel about it. This year, the only proof that you are going to possess is what you are willing to pour out and trust God with. Because if she didn't trust that those, that, that the, the, the oil that she saved that was precious to her, if she didn't trust that obeying the voice of God and following the instructions of the prophet was going to do anything, she wouldn't have poured it. Because she wouldn't have trusted that the little oil she had left was going to do anything. And so I'm not going to waste this oil if I don't trust. But now I got to trust God for who he is. Like I can't, I, can't, I can't no longer give him lip service. I can't no longer come up in here and just lift my hands and say these things or read this word. Because you can't even give word uh, revelation. Like the Holy Spirit got to give you revelation on the word. Like, I don't care how much you read the word. Like, you just don't get revel. You just don't come and put your revelation on that thing. Like, the Holy Spirit got to enlighten you on that thing. And so now, this year, put yourself in a position to let it all go. Like, everything that God has put in you, pour it out. Every gift, every talent, every, every, like, everything that he's ever promised you, pour it out of you this year. Don't hold nothing back. Reach deep down on the inside of you and pour it all out. I don't care if it's been hiding back there for years and years and years. Reach in there and you pull it out and you pour it out. And then you press. Lay aside every weight. Because you can't do no pressing when you got a bunch of baggage with you. Because it's going to slow you down. That's why we got to forget it. No matter how heavy or how bad it was, we got to forget it. No matter how good it was, we got to forget it. 
Because if I'm holding on to that good baggage, I can't carry on no other baggage. I can't carry on new goodness. I can't carry on new glory because I'm still holding on to all other stuff. So we have only just begun. This is the first day of the new year. Uh, we have only uh, just begun. And it's not just the first day of the new year thing. Uh, every day this year is going to be a new beginning. Every day is going to be a new beginning. It's going to be a new adventure. It's going to be a new revelation. There's going to be something new that takes place. He say, I'm getting ready to do a new thing. And so now if he's going to do a new thing, don't be fixed on the way that you think things should go or how things that went in the past. Forget about it. I like the Italians. Forget about it. Because it don't mean nothing no more. Because now what I'm trying to do, you got to get rid of that. You got to empty what's in there so I can fill you up with something new. So now when you get something new, you got to keep pouring, keep digging, keep drilling, till that land, and let out, let the fruit spring forth. So make sure you get all of them scriptures that went forth, and you stick with them scriptures. You meditate on them scriptures day and night. You eat them scriptures until there's no... Um, there's no doubt in your mind that this is what God has for me this year. Where does God want me to go? Who does he want me to touch? Who does he want me to reach? Because we're going to do a lot of outreaches, I told y'all. And so now that's part of that reaching. Because we're pressing to be the message this year. And not just any message, but the message. The message of Christ, the anointed one. To where you can go into a room and the anointing that's on your life could change that entire room. To where you don't go and you adapt to what's going on in the room, but you come in and you change it. Not as a, not as, not as, not as a thermometer, but you, you a thermostat. It's your, uh, it's your divine right to change the atmosphere where you go because of what you carry. So now, Shawan, I don't go in a room and I just, I just sit there, you know, I just sit back and, you know, just let things go as how they go. No. Uh, what's on the inside of me, like, I am to change what's going on. I got to release what's on the inside of me. No matter uh, how uncomfortable I may feel about doing it. Because you can't be scared to obey God in any given situation. No matter where he got you at. You say, oh, no, these, 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 my friends and stuff, and so I can't be acting like this around my kin people and this and that. Oh, okay, I, you, I, you can't trust me to, 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 to listen to my voice and obey me around them? But you want me to put you over here? Anywhere. Anytime. Any place. You got to be about that action this year. If you're scared, say you're scared. If you're scared, don't come to church. Because right, right here, we, we bought action. Amen. This year, we are going to walk in the precious promises of God. Amen. And so that precious peace, ain't nobody disturbing your peace. On God, you are going to walk and you're going to live in precious peace this year. To where it could be the most tumultuous situation and you still going to be sitting there in peace. And so I want that precious peace to go with you tonight. I want it to go with you for the rest of this year, for the rest of eternity, yes, to where nobody will be able to touch your peace. Yes, sir. And nobody can't take your promise. Yes, sir. 
because your promise is your promise. And so if you got promise and peace, your next word is patience. Because you will inherit the promise, but just be patient. Be anxious for nothing. Don't try to rush ahead of God. Because if you go ahead of him, then you're going to be responsible for sustaining what you went did. And then you go, because you know we ain't blaming God. We blaming you. Because you went too far too fast. He had a set time. But you say, oh, no, I won't go do it now. <laughs> Be still and know that I am God. And just go with the way that he flows. Like, I really want this to resonate with you tonight. Like, I really want you, uh, I know we go celebrate in a minute, go outside and do this and that. We go turn up. Uh, but I really want this to sink down deep in your soul and your subconscious to where uh, you don't have a choice but to believe the word has been spoken you tonight. Now that you know the vibe, take our time to subscribe to our YouTube channel at World Shakers TV. Thank you for tuning in.